The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome, folks. A uh, little change up in the show. I know we warned you about last week. Uh, this is not co-host uh, Jim Hedger joining me today. Um, we have the absolute pleasure, or I have the absolute pleasure, and you as the listeners hopefully will share this, um, to have Mr. Terry Van Horn uh, joining me as the co-host today. Terry, how is your day going? Ah, remarkable. Remarkable. We have, uh, and, and thanks in uh, no small part to you, we have a fantastic show lined up here today. Um, for the first little bit, Terry and I are just going to be uh, chatting a, a little bit about what's going on in the news and, uh, and you know some of the, the interesting recent happenings uh, in the search engine world. Um, then we've got the esteemed Garrett French uh, coming up after the first commercial break, founder of Citation Labs, and then he'll be uh, leaving us at the second break, and we'll be joined by Christine Schackinger, who, uh, for our regular listeners, you'll know her, uh, from Sites Without Walls, uh, very knowledgeable on a wide array of topics from analytics to, uh, to privacy issues and uh, has a, a, an article up uh, on uh, titling and conversions as they relate to titling over on Search Engine Watch today. So we have an exciting show lined up. Um, let's just uh, just jump straight in here. Um, Terry, we were chatting a little bit before the show on, well, as, as you and I tend to do every time we chat, on a wide array of topics. Um, you're a passionate human being. It's why as soon as I found out Jim wasn't going to be on this show, I, you were the first person I thought of. And uh, a lot of the way Jim's been chatting about some of the privacy concerns coming up reminded me, well, you've been mentioned recently uh, a couple times on our show when Jim just starts off on a rant. <laughs> like, it's like I've got Terry on the show with me right now. He's, you know, tell me how you really feel. Um, so so let's uh, let's start with a topic that I was unaware of until our uh, until our pre-show chat. Um, you were discussing uh, or, or brought up some changes with well, not changes, but um, some some new news issues um, as it relates to schema and and, and video. Um, I'm really interested to be you know there's a case where I'm going to be educated as our listeners are. Um, what are what's going on? Well, they've added, uh, Google's uh, announced uh, two days ago that they're adding uh, uh, schema.org uh, formats for video. They're going to start using them. So what you'll see is probably rich snippets in the uh, results for using those micro formats. Now, I know you are highly knowledgeable on the area of, of schema.org. had the pleasure uh, of sitting on a panel with you. <laughs> I, uh, I know a bit, yeah, and I take interest in RDFA and all the uh, machine-readable languages, yep. Now, what are your thoughts as, as it relates to video? I mean, we'll, we'll chat schema here in, in just a moment, but as it relates to, to um, sort of this announcement and, and, and as it relates to video, do you think this is going to give pub video publishers more of an opportunity on their websites um, to rank videos that maybe aren't in some of the main, no. you know, on YouTube, not on Vimeo? No, what are your thoughts there? Uh, it's still tied to the sitemap. Uh, all along, if you have your Google sitemap, right, on mm -hmm. your site pointing at your video, that's how they're kind of, I use the word loosely, attributing video ownership so you can get your videos into the uh results even though it's on youtube gotcha okay now now i see the site so, map is the key has so, been for over a year so the requirement will still be and and, and thank you for this education the require or, or the preference i suppose i shouldn't say requirement yeah. but the Preference, preference will be hosted. Well, you could say it's a preference because if you don't have it, it don't work. <laughs> so, so if you could, 
I mean, this this comes at a really timely time for me because I'm actually just chatting uh, or just about to launch into a chat with with one of our clients dealing with uh, with their video segment. So this is, of course, exciting news for me and something that after the show. Oh yeah. Well, what's cool about that too is if you're doing any kind of rating or anything, you can uh, match them with other uh, micro formats as well for reviews, etc. Gotcha. So being able the 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 ability now to pull um, your say YouTube rating system into uh, you know into the listing for no, the results. No, the micro uh, format for reviews is on schema.org. Oh, sorry. That's uh, but you would you would then place that and and, and with you know, the uh, one for video, so you can kind of pair all these different combine. kinds up. Right. Yeah, that makes combine perfect. them. All. Right. Because they're like objects, right? Now, let's chat briefly. It's like objects for programmers to work with. Let's chat briefly about Schema. For for those in our audience, and there's probably eight of them left who don't know (laughs) um, what Schema is. Um, You and I sat on a panel on personalization in uh, in Toronto about a a year ago now. and, and, and chat about this. You launched into to schema now. At the time, it wasn't in its you know functional deployment. Um, and so at the time, uh, I know it wasn't a, an area that you were you know really the cheerleader of. But now, of course, you know it's become a functional component of, if not rankings, um, well, through rates. Um, mm, what are your thoughts on schema? Uh, I have no problem with schema. What I have problems with is who is in control of schema. It's a total search engine thing. So uh, one of the engines on the panel or the guys looking after it, right? Because yeah. that's what you got to think of it as, a bunch of guys running this thing uh, instead of companies. If you put it in that, it seems uh, one of these guys has already lost interest and left. And that's, uh, you know, Yahoo's is pretty well uh, almost done as a search engine i think yeah they're putting a fork in it now as we speak <laughs> uh and who's the other one microsoft well once again uh, i don't know how stable it is probably as long as microsoft's got billions of dollars to piss away and no one complains about it then uh yeah it'll it'll still be a uh, there so what do you end up with you got the possibility And the other thing to remember is that here we are, the Internet's what, maybe not that old? Name me one company that's been around for the whole thing. In other words, is this going to last? That's my whole problem with the whole thing. That's it. No, I mean, that's and a legitimate, um, you know, sort of question it is. Could it not be argued that on the other side of of, of this coin, that to to enable us to take these these signals that should be used, say a, a product review, or you know, in in the recent case, um, you know, sort of uh, assigning ownership to these videos, could this not be a, a mechanism to actually share with us as users the ability to to you know sort of add additional information in, which is what it's built to do, to, to enable us to provide additional information? Or is it a case of the search engines really telling us what we have to do as opposed to telling us how to do things that we already want to do? Uh, okay, here's the thing. They say, or Google has said that, yeah, we support our DFA, but in the same breath they're saying, but it's easier for us to do micro formats. So what do you think gets used more often? What do you think your chances of have that being indexed and whatnot, right? And appear yeah. and actually appearing in the results. What do you think it has the advantage? So what would you say is is I mean we sort of hit this this catch twenty two yeah. How would they do it? I mean, some might say, and, and I think you've mentioned it, and I completely agree with this, that it's well, almost some... a case of the search engines should be able to do this by themselves, but they can't. How do we, what would be another mechanism to sort of bridge that gap? How can the search engines advance into these areas in a way? I mean, I've already seen massive abuses of, of schema.org. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all over the place. Oh, yeah, um, there's already spammy uh, snippets all over, and that's why. They'll never use it for attribution, right? Right. 
that's why they're going to stick with the uh, site map. It's something. Also, remember, your site map goes right into where? Webmaster Central yeah. on all the major search engines. So, right. And that's what I think the problem is. They figured out. For attribution, we actually have to be in control of something to know who published this first. So we get the author tag and these sorts of things and sitemaps to be the way to do this. Okay, so what you would argue then, and and I'm just uh, I'm, I'm phrasing this just to make sure that it's it's clear here. What you would argue then is um, schema.org. I mean, yes, it has its benefits, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but each of these things needs to be something that is controllable, um, you know, through sitemaps and and such. Where basically I'm claiming ownership and I'm claiming responsibility uh, for these things, and may not be some addition just by uh, a, a miscellaneous designer, right? Or and it's more. My fear is that it becomes like robot text, right? Where now, if you go to that site, uh, no one's maintaining it really. It's right. just a place with ads on it. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's that's not its function, though. Really, it should be something other than that. And that's what this could turn into. But it seems like with the as long as Google doesn't go bust, we're probably good because they've also <laughs> invested in uh, Freebase and Met through MetaWebs, right? So this, as far as uh, the technology end of it going, this is definitely kind of the in thing for Google is to get these kind of things. That's what they're doing because all the uh, – MetaWeb stuff, the entities, that all ties into that. So it's becoming more of this, a different style of web. And all these technical things help that happen. The semantic web, something we talked about, you know, almost... No, as as we've touched uh, touched on here, there are are violations happening. All of you know people claiming you know reviews that they, you know out of five reviews we get eight start right in, you know this sort of thing where they're where they're injecting these things in there. How can we get the best of both worlds? Because this would be something that needs to be updated regularly. It needs to, you know it may be something that's specific to a product where it may not be somebody that you want to share access to, say you know your webmaster tools, um, but you want to give you know staff that you would want to give the ability to to go through and and edit these well, areas, doing it directly on the page. How do you address these issues? You do what Google did. You set up a report thing, and guess what? <laughs> Everybody's going to rat on everyone. That's what, yeah, right. That's what they're counting on is the old fallback system, which is the rat system, as I call it. I suppose. And you know what? It's, it's worked pretty well for them thus far. Although, yep. you know, how often do you hear webmasters going, you know, basically submitting a spam report seems a lot like submitting to DMOS at this point. Right. Uh, but uh, that's because they probably are going in there and saying, I don't think this site is better than mine, blah, blah. But I can right. tell you, I've gone in there and said, hey, you're supposed to be doing X, right? They were supposed to have indebted listings. And when they first brought out uh, Hilltop and they did the Google dance, you'd know every time because a, a article by Wired Magazine and one of uh, Bruce Clay's sites come up unindented a second right. time. Sometimes as a repeat. I showed them that, and it was gone within hours. Right. Right. So So as long as you're providing your – well, then there's also a good tip for people who are doing their spam reports and the such is this isn't personal. This isn't I think that I'm better. It's a case of you need to outline it. I mean, you don't have a lot of characters, but outline it, prove it. Show why this is a violation of their guidelines, not a violation of your personal preferences. Or just say, I don't think I need to, the same article from uh, Wired in my results two times. Right. Right. Perfect. <laughs> um, what I'm going to do, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many issues. We didn't even manage to get to privacy, which I, I'm just so interested in hearing the verbiage that you're going to use in that discussion. Um, but right now we've got, uh, you know, Garrett French is, is about, to, uh, about to join us here, and we've only cool. got him till about 20 after. So um, before we do that, however, I'm going to uh, 
you know, take us to a commercial break because we've got some bills to pay. Uh, so this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined uh, as my co-host, Terry Van Horn from the SEO Dojo. We'll be back in just a moment with Garrett French. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. It's time for the 2012 SES Conference and Expo to make its way back to the Big Apple, New York City. SES New York 2011 makes its way to the New York Hilton March 19th through the 23rd. SES New York 2011 will feature over 70 sessions, nearly 100 exhibitors, and networking opportunities with thousands of marketing and search engine optimization professionals. SES New York 2011 will start with a high-profile opening keynote from Google's digital marketing evangelist, Avinash Kaushik. Don't delay. Come to SES New York 2012, March 19th through the 23rd, inside the New York Hilton. Register right now at searchenginestrategies.com. That's searchenginestrategies.com. As you know, being an expert at f What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f oh. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined as my co-host, Terry Van Horn from the SEO Dojo. And we have the absolute pleasure uh, of having on our show today uh, Mr. Garrett French, founder of Citation Labs. Garrett, I have not chatted with you in ages. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me today. Now, do you want to maybe uh, explain, uh, you know, sort of briefly, what is it you're doing these days? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you so much. So um, I'm doing two things. One is I'm doing a bit of agency work. I I call it agency work, uh, link building for folks, link building strategy, creation, um, training, and I'm even executing some campaigns. So that's part of what I'm doing. And what's sort of grown out of that, though, uh, which is why I um, left at the opportunity to, to uh, get on your show today, is, is that I've got a, a new tool out, a, a link prospecting tool that I created to help me do my job faster and uh, spend less time doing, uh, doing some of the tedious prospecting tasks that, that I found myself doing over and over again. Okay, and and that, of course, is going to lead me to about 8,000 other questions. Um, for all of our listeners who are, are listening live right now, I highly recommend uh, head over to web, uh, webmasterradio.fm, join the chat room. Uh, it's monitored so that uh, we'll know if there's some, some questions that you have. And seriously, this is the area of link building. Who doesn't have some questions to ask here? Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you've hit on two things that I am passionate about, and I think every um, SEO or, or Internet marketer is passionate about. Um, and these two things are uh, effective link building and saving me time. <laughs> um, so, uh, how is that? How is that being? I mean, all of us who've, who've been doing this for years have sort of dreamt up ways of doing it. What is it that you're doing that makes your tool unique from, from sort of uh, some of the others out there? And how is it sure. going to make E build sure. better links faster? Great, great question. So, 
I'm not sure if you're familiar with a tool. Um, I think they're called link building query generators, but Solo SEO built one. And I think uh, Aaron Wall had one as well where you input a keyword and then you say, I want, I'm looking for directories. And it'll take your keyword and it'll combine that keyword with a number of other, um, we'll call them footprints, directory. For example, for directories, directory footprint. You know, one would be in URL DIR. Uh, another would just be the word directory. Another would be submit my site, you know, for example, would, would be another kind of, you know, combine that with a keyword and, and you search in Google and you're going to find uh, prospects. So I, I kind of took that idea and w- took it a, a several steps farther. So um, with, with the tool, you, you can input a, a number of, we call them research phrases for within the tool, just because it, you don't always want to search your SEO keywords. So we, we're, we're trying to, you know, get folks to think a little bit outside of the SEO box necessarily. But um, so, and, and then you can select from a number of uh, target uh, uh, prospect types. So we think about it, think about it tactically. So, you know, if you're doing a guest posting campaign, you would select uh, guest posts. That's your, that's your, the report type. You're, you're, that's what you're looking for. And you tell us your research phrases. We take those, uh, you, you input five, we take those, we combine them with, uh, we have, I think 25 uh, stems footprints on the back end. And we, so, so we, we create 125 queries, we go search them, and bring all the results back for you in one place. We do that very quickly. Uh, then we rank them according to the number of uh, occurrences they had within that set of SERPs, of the SERPs, as well as the actual um, uh, location, the, the strength of that particular URL in the SERPs. Like if it's in the top three, it's, it's going to be a, a probably going to be a better opportunity than if it's in the, you know, the, the lower, the, the lower 20 or the second page or even third page. So it's, it's, if you are a link builder who uses Google queries or you're interested in using Google queries for link prospecting, this is going to be, it's going to be your go-to tool. I mean, it's been mine for, for as long as I've had it. Darren Shaw built it for me. He's uh, with, with WhiteSpark. He, he built a local citation finder. So I, I knew he had the chops for it, for, for tool building. So, so we, we worked together to, to build this out. But, but yeah, if, if, you, if you do any kind of prospecting at all with Google, you're going you're gonna to be mad at me for not having released this sooner. Because this is, it is a huge time saver. It's just a massive time saver. Now, what it doesn't do, for example, is stuff like it's not going to, we don't get metrics for you. We're not fine. We, we will be finding PR. I think we're going to be adding that in next week. But we're, we're not bringing in any outside metrics. And that, what that does is it does two things. It, it makes the tool faster to operate. And it also uh, keeps our costs down. Um, so we're, our focus was, you know, just release the, like the laser-guided tool for, for link prospecting, but don't do anything else. And we upload easily into BuzzStream. So if you're a BuzzStream user, um, that's, a, that's a kind of a relationship management, uh, link building and social uh, relationship management tool. We upload easily into there. And they actually have metrics and contact finding, for example. So it's kind of we, – we, we're, we're – working with them and, and we're really trying to be a, you know, like I said, just laser focused on prospecting, faster prospecting. See, no, I, I like the philosophy of what you're going with there, which is, is fundamentally, uh, you know, recognizing that my site is different than yours is different than some small bed and breakfast or whatever in, in sure. Dallas, Texas, right? So, so the idea of telling, not telling me how to do it, not telling me what to do, but suggesting where I might want to do it and then leaving it to my human brain to actually look yep. at these things and figure out if it's, um, if it's good it's or not. Work. Now, yeah. Is there a mechanism in there to sort of bypass sites in the future? Let's say I visited it now on, on one query set that I've run and gone, oh, okay, well, you know what, this, you know, it doesn't match up to what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, you know, can I sort of check it off and go, okay, if this shows up for another query set in the future, just, you know, don't yeah, bother showing yeah. me this domain. It's not right. That's a real, yeah, absolutely. That's a really good question. Um, and it's something that, you know, just I wanted to blow my brains out because of you know early on in, in my link prospecting career, and yes, it does. Uh, we have we call them excludes. It's it's not as elegant as clicking. Um, it's an inelegant copy and paste into a field at the moment. 
Uh, but it is highly effective, and it does exactly what you're saying. Uh, you, you input a list of the domains that you do not want to see ever again. You tell us what you don't want to see, and we will not show it to you again. We don't remove it from previous uh, query aggregations that we've done, but we, we will remove it from anything in the future. And, and that's on a global or campaign basis. So you can exclude things only on a campaign basis, or you can exclude them globally. You know, and that makes sense. You don't remove it from past ones because it may be a case where I've already, you know, done what I needed to do there. And sure, you know, sure, I do want to reference that back, but I don't want to do it again. Don't don't want to find it again. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. You know, it took me five hours to build that one link. I want to keep that one, but you know, I'm not willing to spend five hours again getting that. Again. You know, exactly. Doing the same yeah. thing. So, yeah. so that's wonderful. Well, let's chat. And, and I'm sorry, Terry, if I'm if I'm kind of monopolizing stuff, I'll just go jump right in and, and speak over me if I. Oh, oh, okay. I I wasn't sure. I just talked. I used Garrett's tool on the weekend and just got off a. Uh, well, I guess a webinar with uh, my intern and Dave and I sat down with Garrett and went through the tool. I'm amazed because uh, it's we're just we're doing a lot of outreach now, and the hardest thing is qualifying all this stuff. And like in, I think it was about 20 minutes, I generated 4,000 blogs to review. See, now I'm going to take this personally, Garrett. I haven't had a chance to view it yet. <laughs> Garrett's a dojo member, and I kind of, any developers there, Dave, I kind of am always looking over their shoulder wondering what they're doing. <laughs> um, well, Check your email, Dave. Check your email. <laughs> Perfect. You caught that hint then. Excellent. <laughs> it was subtle, but I, I'm tuned into these things. You know, I'm a married man, so I, you know, I have to watch for for hidden signs. For little hints, yeah. And I'm about as subtle as Hiroshima. So, um, <laughs> so well, wonderful. I will. Uh, I'll keep my eyes open for that, and our listeners, I'll uh, I'll report back on uh, on what what I found from it and I'll get a couple of our link builders to, to look through that over the next couple of weeks and sort of compare it with, uh, with other things that we've used and, uh, you know, uh, let, let our listeners know. And, uh, Garrett, I'll of course report back sure. to you, uh, to you sure. what I yeah, think. I'd like to have a call with you, you know, if possible to, to walk you through it, not to pitch you on the air or anything, but I'd, I'd, I'd like to do that. Uh, I like to do that with folks. I think, um, we're a little light on training material for it right now. So it, it I've found that a lot of times I can help accelerate, uh, adoption rates with with a thirty minute call. So perfect, more than happy to. Um, you know what's kind of cool about it too, Dave? Uh, I was looking at his uh, algorithm for scoring sites. He does it very similar to the way I was doing it in house. So uh, that's what and that's had fairly exactly. good so we're results. Basically, taking something that we would all minds. be doing annually. Great minds. Yeah. <laughs> We, yeah, well, it was I don't how I figured out competition, competition actually. When I'm looking for doing like a backlink audit, I first I don't take competitors from a client. In fact, if they say a competitor, I usually find out that, you know, they aren't really your competition. They're you who you think are your competition. Right. And I use uh, keywords and how they rank across a number of them to figure out competition. And uh, his was pretty accurate. <laughs> See, it's, it's funny you bring uh, you bring that up, Terry, because nine times out of ten, yeah, you'll you'll ask your client to list off their competitors, and yeah, they'll list off their competitors, and you sort of you know you run your queries and go, no, the people you think are your competitors aren't. Like they may be on whatever store shelves, but <laughs> I'm looking at search engines search here. Right. <laughs> right. These are totally different people. Um, so what we've got here then, uh, you know, set in front of us here on this show is is obviously three people who've spent wax and wax of time probably taking slightly different approaches on uh, on link building, um, you know, looking for different things, taking, you know, those slightly different twists that we all we all take on things. So I'm, I'm going to put the question out to both, uh, both you guys and uh, Garrett, because I know we have you for a limited time. I'll, I'll start with you here. Um, going on to a slightly more general scope. When we're doing link building, what are what are some of the core? Let's not get into specifics because we don't have time for that. But um, some of the core sort of philosophies that our listeners should be undertaking while they're trying to look at their their link profiles. Sure, um, I <clears throat> I think there's two sort of categories, and I've 
I'm sorry, I'm going to just drop out a huge um, conversation bomb here, but you know, I, well, it's not huge, but we could talk about it for a long time. But I, I'm finding that there's basically two swear? approaches. <laughs> I, I will. Are we allowed to? I don't know. Um, I, I haven't <laughs> heard my, my like gracious host show. swearing, so I don't know if I should or not. Um, so, but no. Um, uh, basically, what I do as an agency, I think, is and is by necessity different from what you can and should do uh, in house. So there's a lot more time and care that can be taken uh, in-house for relationship building. And that's not to say that you don't build any relationships when you're on the agency side, but I think you have to pay a lot more attention to scale and uh, large-scale outreach that doesn't require necessarily – that doesn't require a, re- uh, a relationship up front or very much relationship building up front. Now, I know there's people who will disagree with that, and, but, and so that would be my – my professional bias, I, I suppose, is, is you know, and, and there are professionals who I think would, would disagree and probably have, have done a great job, um, you know, with the, the kind of relationship, you know, A-list relationship uh, targeting. But in my efforts, I, I, as, as, a, as an agency, I like, I like large scale. I like um, fairly high certainty. So I tend to focus on stuff like right now, guest posting, broken link building, um, and that's, and, and a little bit of, uh, I like to call it value added commenting. So I'm not necessarily, um, you know, trying to get 10,000 of these, but you know, 10, 10 good comment links can really help. So th- as far as like, I, for me, those are the, the kind of the three core tactics right now that I'm using for, for, uh, Get, building links. Now, that's not. I don't know if that's exactly answering your question, um, but I do. I also do want to say that I think that there there is a lot more of the almost business development that can happen uh, for link building if you're in house and have more time to spend on sort of and and more and, and frankly more more company knowledge, um, you know, understanding of the business and and um, connections with it, with important people within your, your organization. Um, and I, th- I think that th- some of the promise of link building is, is it, it almost necessitates being in house. Um, not completely, in, in, but, but um, that, that's sort of my kind of, I hope I'm answering your question. <laughs> you, you are, I mean, that's a, you know, you're treating link building or, or that, that side of link building very similar to what I, I try and tell my clients for things like social media. Yeah, there's part we can do. Got a big contest launch or something. Yeah, let us deal with it. But most yeah, of it, yeah, exactly. your own internal staff can do this better because this is your public voice. It's you. Um, yeah, exactly, and so you're going to do exactly. a better job. Um, something I'm going to, before I, before I jump to, to Terry to get his take on it, you touched on a subject that I, I, and passionate about it. I mean, it's my, my favorite angle of link building, and that was broken link building. Can you let our um, listeners know, what are you referring to there? Yeah, good question. So I have a process and tools that are not the link prospector. That's at linkprospector.citationlabs.com. But I have tools at tools.citationlabs.com. And so uh, I know there's going to be confusion, and I'm a branding doofus. But um, anyhow, uh, I use those tools for scraping outbound links on links pages. Then I have a tool for status checking all of these outbound links from these links pages. So I'll find, you know, 30 links pages using my link prospector. Then I'll take them over to my other tool and I'll scrape out all the links that they're pointing, all the pages that they're pointing to. I put every single one of those links into my status checker. I find out the status of the of those URLs, all the ones that are non-responsive, 400, 500 class. All those go, and I check metrics. I see how many links are pointing at them. And I sort by those metrics, and I find the, just the pages that are dead that have a, a good number of links pointing to them according to SEO mods. I use SEO mods API. And then I take the, the good targets. You have to spend more time understanding this target. Right? What was it? Why is it not there anymore? Is it in any way related to this piece of content or my client site that I'm trying to promote? And so I look for those one-to-one connections, one-to-one replacements where there's a dead page or a dead site that is exactly like what my client has. And then I promote what they have to them. I haven't done much of creating content based on what's already dead. I know there's a lot of people who have scaled that well. I don't know if it's a lot, you know, one person particularly scaled that well. But um, that's, that's what I do in my humble operation. Um, that's, that's what I call 
That's Broken Link Building to me. You know what? I mean, this is leading me to go. We should have probably a whole like two hour special show talking about just this because I have a completely different take, but we don't have time. I want to jump to um, Terry here and get your take on what should I be looking at when I'm looking at my link profile? What are the approaches that I should take? I'm I'm the type of guy just do a whole bunch of all of it. Basically, I look for audiences. I don't really. Not someone who's really looking to manipulate search engines with links because that's a costly time business. I'd rather go for higher end or very low. In other words, you I go to manipulate velocity and things like that with foundational linking techniques, but then to really get things going uh i seek the high-end blogs for the links account and, and you know what i, I love I, I love that i mean there's there's definitely value in each of these things and uh garrett you had mentioned earlier you know there are other people who go a different approach and have great success um you know i, I think we can all agree whatever's going to provide the highest roi for your client that's the route to go whether you might use okay. strategy a or b or approach a or b Bingo. Whatever is going to produce the highest dollar in, dollar out for your client, that's the way to go. Um, now, I know, uh, Garrett, I know you have a call coming up here in just a few minutes, um, so we're going to let you go. Um, but we're going to jump to a commercial. I would love to have you on the show again and, and maybe have a whole show dedicated to link strategies coming up here so I'll, you can you can plan to be in touch, and maybe I'll wait till after I've used your tool a little bit, sure. um, and then we'll organize a show uh more towards that angle of things. But for now, we're going to jump to a commercial break. We're going to be coming back with Christine Schackinger from Sites Without Walls. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined as my co-host by Terry Van Horn from the uh, SEO Guru, saying goodbye to Garrett French, founder of Citation Labs. You'll be hearing from him again soon. Thanks, SEO Dojo. <laughs> not Guru. I'm not Sorry. a Guru for fuck's sakes. <laughs> He's a ninja. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> we'll be right back sit tight and don't move Webcology we'll be back after this short break oh yeah my day is done time for happy hour you're already done for the day yeah because I use certifiedknowledge.org their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Superior Affiliate Offers. Superior Affiliate Brands. Superior Affiliate Service. The Superior Affiliate Management. Superior Affiliate Management delivers direct, exclusive offers with weekly payouts. Their mission is to ignite your e-commerce and ignite your commissions. Superior Affiliate Brands means our work with the Internet Retailer's Top 500, as well as new brands, thanks to their full-service agency and CPA network. Superior Affiliate Service means lifetime bonus referrals and personal VIP treatment. When you hear Superior Affiliate Offers... Superior Affiliate Brands. Superior Affiliate Service. That's SAMOPM.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back, folks. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Here, my co-host, Terry Van Horn from SEO Dojo. I'm going to say it one more time. SEO Dojo, just to give you some extra branding for my F up before uh, before we went to break there. Um, and we are joined by our guest. Uh, you've heard from her, our regular uh, listeners. We'll have heard from her in the past here. Uh, article up on Search Engine Watch today on, uh, on titling uh, is Christine Schackinger. 
uh, from Sites Without Walls. Christine, how is uh, your day going so far? Oh, just fine. Just, uh, it's still just about noon here in Vegas, so it's still early in our day. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. We're in the Nobody same time yet. zone. I'm just a little, uh, little colder than you are. Um, <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's jump straight in here and uh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna rebrand you again at the end of the show terry just to make sure that our guests don't make any mistakes um before i launch in though i just want to remind all of our listeners who are listening live jump over to the webmaster radio chat room this is where you can communicate with the well the hosts um and also uh with with the other listeners ask questions that we'll uh we'll see be able to ask our guests um now jumping straight in though christine you have an article up it's on search engine watch today fantastic article what can you tell us about? Oh, I think um, it's just a it's a SEO basics article on creating title tags, so on um, best practices, and then just some of the things that I think work best for me. Okay, so I mean that uh, you know, while let's say this is uh, you know recommended reading, a lot of our listeners uh, download from the iTunes uh, you know store after uh, after the fact and stuff. So for those who can't jump straight over to uh, Search Engine Watch and read the article. Other than SEO, what are you, and, and, and may not have uh, an in-depth knowledge of, of sort of the subtleties involved here, what are you recommending in the article? Uh, generally, just the, the best practices um, that we know of, you know, sort of the uh, most important keyword on the left side to least important on the right, um, whether or not you should add your company name to the tag and where, uh, how to, whether or not you should add um, uh, words like, you know, conjunctions, if, and, but the, um, in addition, I guess it's very controversial apparently because I said to use pipes instead of other delimiters to separate your uh, keywords. <gasps> but that, Go ahead. that for me works best, but that doesn't necessarily mean it works best for everybody, but that's for me the best recommendation. So apparently that's a controversial thing today. <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting because you're you're sort of touching um, in a different way, but on a subject we were chatting about when it came to links, which you're chatting about with Garrett French right before the break, um, and that is there's a different way for each person to approach things, and then there's a different way for each site um, that, that's going to benefit from things, and what may work in one arena doesn't necessarily work in another, and what may work in one application of that arena may not work in, in other applications um, for another, and I think that's something you know we, we all accept to be true. I found the titling uh, structure on, on my site, for example, works great, has the highest click-through rate. Try it again on a different site, it may not have the same, uh, the same pop, so... Um, you know, such is the is the way of it. Now, uh, before uh, before the show aired, Terry and I were chatting a little bit on, well, as we always do, Terry, a wide array of subjects. <laughs> um, but one of the one of the areas we ended up kind of touching on is analytics and and you know the, the sort of issues with with tracking as well. I mean, this they, they sort of blended into two and what the search engines are, are using to track it. You know, Terry, I'm just waiting to, to ask you some questions on on search engines tracking <laughs> uh, tracking behavior and and the Internet Explorer issues and and stuff like that because we got a no holds barred kind of kind of co host today. Big break from having Jim on, you know, because he's so reserved. Um, <laughs> but heading in the area of, of analytics, Christine, and, and I actually have the the benefit, and most of our listeners wouldn't know this, um, of just seeing a document because Christine and I are, you know, full disclosure, working on a, on a client together of seeing her take um, and, and what she's looking for in analytics. But let's touch on that just for, for a second here ago. You know, you're talking about titling. Its effect on, well, SEO uh, you know, hugely a, an impact on click-through rates and things like that, which is, you know, one of the things that leads us into analytics. Um, when we're in analytics, let's just talk sort of broad scope here. What are what are we looking for when, uh, you know, I know so many of our clients don't even bother, or they do and they look at their visitor count, and is it up and is it down? That's, that's about all they care about. What should we be looking for? In the analytics itself? In the analytics itself, when, when you're, especially, and, and the reason that I tie this together is when we're making changes to our titling or, or we're making changes to our traffic sources, um, what is it that we should be measuring after the fact uh, in our analytics to sort of connect up these points, make the decisions, and, and either run additional tests on new titles, uh, you know, or 
other areas of our site. I mean, the, your whole site can be a disaster, as, as you and I both know, and, and probably a lot of our listeners. Um, but when we're making these changes and we want to see, you know, how did this ranking change impact our, our SEO? Or how did, um, you know, a click-through rate, did it impact click-through rates? What did our click-through rate bo- um, boost? You know, different subtleties on, uh, you know, how would you look at these analytics to see if a change was, was a success or not? Uh, did it go up? <laughs> I mean, I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> Hopefully you have the benchmarks. Right? I'm looking for something to go up and go down. Sometimes you can think, oh, my gosh, this is an amazing change, and then go out onto a website and find out there's just a news article about the thing you happen to be trying to trying to rank for, right? So um, I think when you're looking for analytics, I think the thing that you must be most cautious about is jumping to spurious correlations which is where a third variable is actually creating the connection, and you think that your title, you change titles, and you think that's actually what caused it. So I think you have to make sure that you thoroughly, don't just use one metric, but go through your metrics and make sure that you verify through multiple um, sources in your metrics and your analytics that this indeed caused the change, and then retest it. Okay, it sounds to me like you're making more work. Now, my last guest was able to tell me ways that I could shrink the time I needed to work, and... I'll be honest, right now I'm starting to like his approach better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, because I come from a, a background in academics, right? So we test and retest, but then I can be pretty assured when I'm done that I don't need to test it again, and I'm sure of my answer. So everyone has different ways of doing it, but I tend to like to be, you know, as close to positive I, as I can be about when I'm speaking about my results. We were chatting links and tools to speed up the process, so it's a completely different application, but, you know, it's you. You know I have to pick on you. That's just the way it's going. Of course, it's okay. (laughs) You're wondering how I do it, Dave? You know what? I am. That was where my next question was going to be. I use KPI. I decide when I'm going to do before. I go to analytics to answer a question. If I don't have a question, it's just a bunch of fucking numbers I don't know. <laughs> so when I'm doing things, I already know what I got to measure to get the metrics that I need to measure for that client. So for me, it starts with the client interview and figuring out what the hell means something to this guy's website or this person's well, website. And I th- and I think that I think that it depends on which level that you're hitting the website, right? Cuz generally when someone gets to me, their website's a mess and they're <laughs> trying to figure out what the last person did wrong to their site. So I'm actually going in and trying to do, you know, a deductive measure on things when we start. Mm-hmm. And then of course what you're saying is also true when you're actually in there and trying to improve a conversion rate or you're trying to improve a landing page or a title, then you do go in with a specific question. So I think there's both methods. See, uh, I mean, this is crazy because after uh, after Garrett left the show, I decided I had to do a, a full show um, on link building. Now, here we're chatting analytics. A lot of the subtleties are coming up. <laughs> We've got about five minutes left in the show, and I'm thinking we need probably four a four or five show <laughs> Um, segment just to discuss the subtleties of, of analytics and all of the different um, variables that you're going to look at. Things like, you know, you may have gained rankings for one phrase, lost for another. Well, it may still come out as an ROI win for you. How do you determine things like that? Um, you know, and, and, and all of these sort of subtleties going um, going in there. So um, now I, I know we do just have a, a few minutes left and then Brasco's going to start beating me over the head. And, and you know, it's that involves him flying all the way out here. And I'm going to save the guy a trip by uh, by trying to keep us as much on track as, um, as possible here. So um, I, I'm going to sort of take a, a minor... Um, you know, sort of, sort of segue here in, into some other issues, and I know this is one that um, all three of us are are passionate about. And if Jim was here, he'd be as as passionate and adamant in there. Um, Terry, you're located in Canada. I'm located in Canada. Christine, uh, you know, you're you're located in the United States. My client base is in the states, so I follow you know the the, the politics of privacy a, a little more from a from an American perspective. So I'll admit I. No, a bit, but I'm a little more ignorant on the, the Canadian laws here. Let's chat privacy for a minute because this is a, a huge issue. I know they, they've just managed to, uh, you know, let's say block SOPA, but we, let's face facts, we know it's coming back. We just don't know what format it's, it's going to come back in. Up here in Canada, we are dealing with 
you know, sort of the same sorts of, of laws and then put under the guise of, well, if you don't support these, these, you know, privacy violations, then you must be a pedophile or support them. Um, yeah, you know, same I, thing here, by the way. They must have, they must um, have let's talked. start, uh, let's, you know what, I, I need to make, uh, let, let's start this on, on a note that I know is going to be inflammatory and we'll start with Terry. <laughs> I mean, Terry <laughs> what do you think are some of the biggest challenges that we're dealing with right now? How, how can legislators, you know, manage to address the issues and completely legitimate issues they are in, in the modern world of the internet. How do they address the issues that they're trying to address um, but secure our privacy? Leave it alone. <laughs> Anything the government touches, they fuck it up. So, you know, the farther they stay away from it, the better we all are. <laughs> I don't care what government it is, you know. So, when it comes to stuff like that, I believe I should decide that. Governments, I don't think they should be doing that. Now, in this case, I think it's just the guys who pay them, i.e., you know, the lobbyists and all that other bullshit that goes mm -hmm. on in Ottawa and Washington. You know, the real people that matter are, you know, big companies, and Rogers and them, of course, want something else. They want, uh, if you saw a few years back, I watched a CRTC thing and almost puked. Like if Rogers had their way, if you watched anything that on TV, you were paying them. That was the way, that was the kind of legislation they wanted. It right. didn't pass, though. didn't even right. come close. But they tried. Uh, you know, my, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. So you know what my answer is going to be, Dave. Well, I mean, you know what, I know, I know you were a big uh, anti-SOPA kind of person, but let, let's go past it, you know, there's, while that battle was on, it's easy to just take that hard line, right, and go, okay, based on the law as it's proposed right now versus, uh, you know, what it is, and we, I know we've only got a, a minute or two left here, but what would you recommend going forward then, um, you know, if there is a problem, and there is, I mean, none of us are going to disagree that copyright violations are a problem. This is illegal. We all create ones and zeros for a living. We understand how important intellectual property is. So how do you create a law that allows for, for you know, sort of the, the production companies or, or the law to have to deal with what they're having to deal with? And Terry, I know your approach to this one, so I'll ask Christine here. The law already covers it. I don't think there needs to be any additional law. They're not looking for law here to stop copyright, and they're not looking for law to stop pedophiles. They're looking for law to be able to circumvent um, things like the constitutionality of warrant searches, right? So, right. But none of that's going to matter soon because the NSTIC, we've had two major developments just in the last two weeks of its implementation, the Google privacy change, and the merging of all on Google accounts to on March 1st. So between the two of those things, those are going to start monitoring. And all, you, know, you have your identity provider who's going to monitor what you do online anyway. So it's not going to be too long before these laws are in become. If you don't want to be tracked online, turn your fucking computer off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a generally little blue code on the back. Yeah, you're going to develop secondary internet darkness. They aren't being tracked all the time. It's stupid to give them any other feeling than they are always being tracked and they should act accordingly. Right. All right. Now, unfortunately, we have completely run out of time. I would love if our show was another, you know, half an hour, hour long. But uh, you know, there's some other great content coming up after. So thank you both. Um, this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Join my co-host today with Terry Van Horn from SEO Dojo. SEO Dojo. SEO Dojo. There you go. Made up for that last one. Uh, and Christine Schackinger from Sites Without Walls. I'm looking forward to some other great content coming up next. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.